Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. This is Season 6, so sit back and enjoy. Listen to some stories of the weird, of the odd, of the strange and unusual some ghost stories, some cryptid stories, some just strange stuff. Again, welcome to Season 6. Enjoy! Hello everybody, this is Terry from Texas. Got some more Earth Mysteries for you. On August 13th of 2014, a satellite, the Worldview 2, was taking pictures looking north over California along the southern coast and it caught something very strange, a very strange image. It's what appears to be a flying humanoid figure. Well, that certainly is bizarre. So they began to check it out. The image is brilliant white, but that's only because the image is taken using infrared film which means whatever is in this picture is very hot. Of course, much research and examination follows. It is speculated that this may be someone flying with a jetpack, and it does indeed look like someone wearing a jetpack. But it's discovered that the actual item is estimated to be 120 feet long, which is way too big for somebody wearing a jetpack and it takes the wind out of the sails of the proponents of the flying humanoid theory of which there are many. Further research and examination of the picture reveals a heat trail from the item downward. Next theory, a rocket launch of some kind. Apparently model rocketry or amateur rocketry was ruled out and I would assume it was based on the size of the item. So a search went forward for finding a government rocket launch. The site captured in the photograph is around Vandenberg Air Force Base and it's known to have a launching pad for rockets and to be a, a place where rockets are launched from. Indeed, on the date and time of the curious photo, Vandenberg acknowledged, oddly enough, that it had in truth launched a rocket at that time and date. The rocket that the Worldview 2 satellite caught being launched was carrying its baby sister, the Worldview 3 satellite. So, oddly enough, it caught the launch and in some ways the birth of its baby sister. So just a just a little caveat whatever here. If you catch something and 
it's an unusual image with your smartphone or digital camera or camcorder or even on old style film. Don't just naturally assume that it's something weird and unknown. You know what they say when you assume something. When the truth comes out, you make an ass out of you and me. You very may well have caught something weird and something odd, but perhaps do a modicum of research on it. You might find out that you did catch something indeed odd or something not so odd. It happens. Now folks, I'm really trying to get out of Peru, but it just keeps calling me back. And to be in Peru is not a place I want to be. They say it's hot and weird down there. But I keep getting drawn back to the Nazca Pampas, the Nazca Plain. This time, a very complex image has been found nearby to the Nazca Lions. It's referred to as the Mandala. The meaning of Mandala comes from Sanskrit, meaning circle. Even though it may be dominated by squares or triangles, a mandala has a concentric or round structure. The Hindus were one of the first people to use a mandala as a spiritual tool, but the mandalas most individuals are familiar with are done by Buddhists. So what's an ancient Buddhist symbol doing in a Peruvian pampa? The basic form of most mandalas is a square with four gates containing a circle with the center point. Each gate is located at the what would be the compass points, north, south, east, and west, if you look at it that way. And it often exhibits radial balance, like I know what all that double talk means. Anyway, the image appears to have been created with exceptional precision. Not really unusual for the ancient peoples. I mean, they did some wonderful things. I mean, look at the pyramids. A large square measures 180 feet across, while an inner circle spans the same diameter. Actually, it's a little smaller, but let's give it that. Several smaller squares, about 20 feet wide, appear to have been etched in the landscape along with an assortment of strategically placed holes. Despite being studied for over 80 years, the geoglyphs, which were designated a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1994, are still a mystery to researchers. Well, maybe not. On-the-ground researchers have found that while there are some holes dug into the earth, the majority of the image was created by the piling of rocks. Wooden poles, supposedly used as stakes to guide the construction, were found on site. Therefore, the investigators have declared that the image was created much later than the Nazca Lions, possibly even as late as contemporary history, which kills the excitement of it. It may have been made simply to grab attention and possibly to increase the mystery of the area.
like finding hundreds of feet tall animals dug into the ground not mysterious enough. An interesting formation found in the Namibian desert in Africa. Hey, we're out of South America. Near what is known as the Skeleton Coast, and it's so-called because of the large number of ship skeletons marooned on the coast and even some inland away from the water, shipwrecks. Uh, they say that there's a heavy fog that exists and comes in off the coast there at, in, at Namibia and a lot of these ships can't see through it obviously so they run aground and get stuck and of course with advances in radar and different ways of seeing through fog that's not happening so much now. This uh, formation found in the Namibian desert has the scientific voyeurs and that's those people who scour photos from earth scanning satellites sweating through their lab coats with curiosity about what they would found. A large circle with lines apparently six degrees apart from each other and making a proper compass on the ground with a brick walled hut in the center lays out in the sandy yard. All the lines radiate out from the hut. Research indicates this was a direction finding station used by civilian ships and aircraft and by the military authorities and put in place by the DECA record company just before the full-scale beginning of World War II. Looking all the world like a medicine wheel built by many older and even ancient tribes around the world, researchers found the lines were created by the piling of rocks and sand. Much research later found that there were perhaps many yards of copper wire in the ground along each line. Longtime residents remember the place having antenna for broadcasting a strong directional signal. In the ensuing years, and with the advent and advances in GPS, the signal station was found to be redundant and was soon closed. Over the short time after its death, the station was stripped of everything saleable, including the wires radiating out from the central shed. The piles of dirt and rock were created as the copper wires were pulled up out of the ground. Nothing more mysterious than that. Don't you hate it when truth destroys mystery? Yeah, it sucks sometimes. Now we bounce over to Canada, to an image referred to as the Badlands Guardian. Have you ever seen it? The Badlands Guardian is a geomorphological feature located near Medicine Hat in the southeast corner of Alberta, Canada. If viewed from the air, the feature has been said to resemble, and indeed does resemble, a head wearing full indigenous type of headdress. For those of us who don't speak legalese, that means 
it looks like an Indian wearing a headdress facing directly west. Additional man-made structures have been said to resemble a pair of earphones worn by the figure. Well, he's a forward-looking Indian, to say the least. The apparent headphones, the apparent earphones are a road and an oil well, which were installed recently and are expected to disappear once the project is abandoned. Its scale is much larger than the figures of Mount Rushmore. Now again, here's where the truth blows the mystery out of the whole thing. The head is a drainage feature created through erosion of soft, clay-rich soil by the action of wind and water. The arid badlands are typified by infrequent but intense rain showers, sparse vegetation, and soft sediments. The head may have been created during a short period of fast erosion immediately following intense rainfall. Although the image appears to be a convex feature, meaning it rises up out of the flatlands, it actually is concave, that means it's sunk in. It's a valley which is formed by erosion on a stratum of clay. and is an instance of the hollow face illusion. Its age is estimated to be in the hundreds of years at a minimum. See, I told you we're gonna take the mystery out of it. But isn't nature a wonderful thing that it can carve as well as humans can, sometimes even better. The feature of the Indian head, the guardian, was discovered in 2005 by Lynn Hickox on Google Earth. In 2006, suitable names were canvassed by CBC Radio 1 program As It Happens. Out of 50 names submitted, seven were suggested to the Cypress County Council. They altered the suggested guardian of the Badlands to become the Badlands Guardian. The Badlands Guardian was also described by the Sydney Morning Herald as a net sensation. PC World Magazine has referred to the formation as a geological marvel. It is listed as the seventh of the top 10 Google Earth finds by Time Magazine. This is one of several faces seen in nature around the world and even off this world. Some of the others are the face on Mars, photographed by Viking One in 1976. I seem to remember seeing this thing prior to 1976, but I could just be remembering wrong. The face on Mars was one of the most striking and remarkable images taken during the Viking missions to the Red Planet. Unmistakably resembling a human face. Not a very well done one, but still human. It had eyes, nose, mouth, chin, 
the image caused many to hypothesize that it was the work of an extraterrestrial civilization. It is located in an area referred to as Sidonia. This was a favorite subject of discussion during the tenure of Art Bell on the Coast to Coast radio program. Later images revealed that it was a mundane feature rendered face-like by the angle of the sun. There were points on the on the, the mountain for whatever else I can call it that made it look like a nose because it cast shadows. There were shadows cast that made it look like eyes because the eyebrows would be higher laying flat than the eyes would so there were shadows for the eyes and it was just created by the way the sun hit the planet again taking the mystery out of the idea by truth you know truth is good I say truth is the best thing of all, but it sure does suck when it tears up your belief systems. And it has mine too in the past. Another world mystery that goes along with these faces are the Inuksuk, which are traditional native Arctic people's stone marker statuaries in Alaska in Arctic Canada. And Inuksuk is a man-made stone landmark or cairn, that's a piling of stones, built for use by the Inuit, Inupiat, the Kaalaalit, Ka or Yupik, and other peoples of the Arctic region of North America. These structures are found in Northern Canada, Greenland, and Alaska. This combined region north of the Arctic Circle is dominated by the tundra biome and has areas with few natural landmarks. The Inuksuk may historically have been used for navigation as a point of reference, a marker for travel routes, fishing places, camps, hunting grounds, places of veneration, drift fences used in hunting, or to mark a food cache. Good reasons all. You have an Arctic landscape which is covered with snow and ice and basically it's flat, it's white. Very few hills or any other kind of thing. So you put up stones to say, hey, we buried something here, or you go this way to find what you're looking for. The Inupiat in northern Alaska used Inuksuit to, to assist in the herding of caribou into contained areas for slaughter. Well, that's not a very good reason, but varying in shape and size, the Inuksuit have ancient roots in Inuit culture. Historically, the most common types of Inuksuit are built with stone placed upon stone. The simplest type is a single stone positioned in an upright manner. 
There's some debate as to whether the appearance of human or cross-shaped cairns developed in the Inuit culture before the arrival of European missionaries and explorers. The size of some Inuksuit suggests that the construction was often a communal effort. At Inuksuk Point, or Inusko Point, on Baffin Island, there are more than 100 Inuksuit. The site was designated a National Historical Site of Canada in 1969. Marco Huasi, a plateau in the Andes with numerous rock formations with surprising likenesses to specific animals, people, and religious symbols, is located 60 kilometers east of Lima, Peru, on the mountain range that rises to the right bank of the Rimac River. This mountain range dominates the landscape at 30,000 feet above sea level, and the place is known for curious shapes of human faces and animals visible in the granite rock. The place was first investigated by Daniel Russo during the 1950s and in an area of about three square kilometers, several hundred curious shapes are found, which can be presumed as natural formations. Hey, did you notice that we went back to South America? The place is located at a height of about 12,500 feet in the Andes Mountains. The plateau originated from a volcanic reaction. It is about one and a half square miles in area and sits at an elevation of almost 13,000 feet in Huarochiri province, east of Lima. Marco Huasi is a plateau in the Andes Mountains and it's known for having several hundred curious shapes and they can be assumed or presumed to block my own self of making an assumption. They can be presumed as natural formations. There are many theories as to their origins, including the assertion that their unusual shapes formed naturally through erosion. Some argued that their sculptures shaped by ancient people, but archeologists clearly state that the shapes are the result of erosion over centuries. There are some small pre-Columbian structures, which are tombs of ancient people, and some of which were robbed and vandalized. There's also a collection of ruins on the north side of the plateau. Over 50 structures stand in varying states of decay. The doorways are very small, some three feet high. Some of the structures are narrow, since the use of arches was not known. Therefore, spans had to be covered with suitable rock that may have been quarried locally. There are also what appear to be burial tombs on the outskirts of the settlement. Some of the other facial features on planet Earth are the Old Man of the Mountain, which used to be in New Hampshire, but for some reason it collapsed in May of 2003. The Old Man of Hoy, which is a rock pillar off Scotland that resembles a standing man. And there was, at least for a time, an outcropping of cooled lava 
on one of the Hawaiian islands that resembled the tragically recently murdered John F. Kennedy in profile. And some say that the volcanic eruption which allowed this lava to form happened right after Kennedy's assassination. These faces are either cases of pareidolia, which is the tendency to perceive a specific, often meaningful image in a random or ambiguous visual pattern, such as, do vehicles have eyes and teeth? Are electrical outlets really surprised? I guess that's only if they're put in upright. Um, or is it apophenia, the tendency to perceive connections between unrelated things? Hey, that looks like a face on Mars. Well, it's not a face. It's not a sculpture. It's natural. There are, there are other things in the world, like when you see a tree that has grown to look like the backside and legs of a human. You pull a carrot up out of the ground and it's got arms and legs because it, it grew weird. Different things like that. It happens all over the planet. It happens all in the planet. So enjoy what you see, but like I said, do a little research before you claim it's paranormal or supernatural or... Well, you can claim it's weird because it can be that. But uh, do a little research before you just outright say something is of the paranormal realm. Well, that's all I have for this week. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Have a good week.